most people don't want freedom because freedom requires responsibility. All of social psychology comes all the way back down to two things. I, as an individual, have my rights and wants and needs. The society also has rights and wants and needs, and they may not be the same as mine. So I'm part of this collective group, but I also have my own autonomy. Those two things are in conflict a lot. When it comes to you know these extreme choices that we make, when it comes to finding that middle ground is so important because you are going to run into a lot of misunderstanding. So instead of viewing the world as who am I against, try to get into those different groups, those different tribes and pods and say, how can I learn from them? How can I maybe teach them some things? And maybe we can actually all get along. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mind Muscle Connection. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Tyler Weeb. Today, we're going to talk about something that's probably going to take some twists and turns. I don't feel really articulate in even coming up with a cohesive set of discussion points, Tyler, but I do have a quote and the topic we want to talk about just this week as we're recording this, it was announced by that leaked majority opinion draft that the Supreme Court is going to overrule Roe versus Wade, which puts it back to the states and so forth for reproductive rights. And so at least right now, two days in the mix, it's all anybody can talk about. And as I have been chatting with clients in person, clients online, peers, um, you know, everybody's got just wild, wild confusion in like, why now? Why are we doing this? The vast majority of people don't want this in either side. And yet there, there is this perceived insistence. It's this anxiety that's just pent up and it's been there. Obviously, this fight has been in the mix somewhere for 50 years and as other people have said in the media, you know, when the dog catches the bus, what are you going to do with it now? Uh, and, and this is where we're stuck because we, we put all of this energy, some people in our country put all this energy into this fight. As the world is evolving around, they're still focused on this one single fight. And I think many people just forgot what is going to happen if this indeed does get overturned. So I thought of this quote by Sigmund Freud. And it, it goes, most people don't want freedom because freedom requires responsibility. As soon as I have freedom to choose, I could make the wrong choice. And how many times do we hear from clients, just tell me what to do, tell me what to do. Well, I know you said do this exercise, like, like do a tricep movement, but which one, which one? Okay, which bar? You know, should I flare out or should I, you know, what should I do? What should I, what should I do? And we, we want these dogmatic almost autocratic rule so we can say, okay, now I know what to do. I know the game. And so we'll move on. And I know this is quite a leap to juxtapose between abortion rights and, and the fitness community. But I think so many of us who are pursuing really aggressive, extreme goal aligned health, we sometimes get so entrenched in what we're doing that we forget we are not the only ones affected. So one of the one of my main points that I want to hash out in this Tyler is when we make a decision it affects other people. And we think we have self-directed determined or 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 you know self-determined 
uh, will, we have free will. And yet, even when we do make a decision that we think is what we want, is it what we really want? Are we going to get all of the effects or are there some side effects we didn't anticipate? So I, I just, I, I know, again, this is a huge topic. Let me just dump that in your lap and see what your first swipe at it is like. <laughs> yeah. The, is this the right decision? That is always the ultimate question when it comes down to, and I think something that is the thing that we struggle with the most because we haven't evolved the ability to, to tell the future and, and what is that all going to play out like and what is that going to look like? What are the even the unintended consequences, things that we would obviously never intend to happen? We try and map everything out, but again, that's life. We can't control everything. We can't have like this set plan. So we need to be able to have that flexibility, but those unintended consequences are just going to come up. And, you know, it's, it is about, I, you know, testing the waters and you have to be able to go through that experience sometimes to know what those consequences are. So if we're talking about going through like a, a bodybuilding prep here and, and making that decision, you know, we always tell people you got to be patient, right? You got to make sure that you're ready for that first competition, but at some time or at some point you have to just jump off, do it, go through it, have that experience. And now you understand more of the consequences that have come with that choice. And that, yeah, that's where I want to go with the, the fitness. I know I didn't really want to touch on the, the, the abortion stuff, but you know, for that, it's, it, it's kind of comes when we have that black and white thinking. And I, you know, we've talked about this a lot in the past of just having that, you know, I am right, no matter what you say, no matter what your other views are, these are my views. You know, I've been told since I was four, three, you know, whatever, that these are the right views and everyone else is wrong. Well, guess what? <laughs> You're going to run into some issues because, you know, I, I, I like to believe that and, you know, truth is always going to at least win at some point. I mean, the world is undefeated. The earth is undefeated. It's been around, you know, a few years. And so, yeah, I think that you kind of just get into this this hope almost that, Hey, okay. Like that truth is going to win out because I think when we do get past our own beliefs of, of right and wrong, you know, of having that black and white thinking, you are able then to step back in a way and, and, and see things from uh, maybe a bit more of a, a 30,000 foot view and, be able to have the the wherewithal of being able to change your thinking and adapt and ebb and flow and, you know, try and see a, a viewpoint from everyone else's because you kind of understand that everyone is having the same human experience as you and they all have their own each unique um, experiences. And so it, it, it kind of gives you a bit more of an appreciation for that and to, you know, they, 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 might believe the exact opposite of you, but guess what? They believe that as much as you believe whatever you believe. And so who's to say has the absolute truth? So you, you brought up binary thinking, which as you said, is always uh, an underlying subtopic of whatever we talk about. And I'm going to give you an example. Uh, one of my clients and friends is a 
hard, hardcore right-wing conservative Republican. And he was also a little gobsmacked by this decision. And he said, look, I am pro-life all day long, all day long, pro-life, like couldn't, couldn't change my mind. He said, but I'm one guy. I'm not a female. I have a wife, I have daughters, et cetera. And he said, I just don't think it's my place to make that decision. And I have another friend who's also not quite as far right wing, but he's on the right. Same story. Yet he's a guy who has spent his life with his wife fostering kids because he said, if I'm going to be pro-life, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And I'm going to think through all of these consequences all the way out to the nth degree. And that's that's where I think this comes down to, because all of all of social psychology comes all the way back down to two things. I, as an individual, have my rights and wants and needs. The society also has rights and wants and needs. And as you said, they may not be the same as mine. So I'm part of this collective group, but I also have my own autonomy, which also happens to be the greatest psychological need. Those two things are in conflict a lot because you don't always want what the group wants and what you want may not be good for the group. Sometimes, as my first friend, you have to step back and say, this is who I am. This is what I want. But mm, man, I who 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 am I to make that decision for everybody? So maybe together we need to come up with a solution that's better and bringing it back home to our lives in in aggressive health and fitness. We constantly talk about the the same social friction that we see. I have a, a client that I just spoke with, and um, you know, in just getting started, and she's excited, and she wants to have you know, she wants to pursue these goals, and she said, "But you know, I'm I'm also an entertainer. I you know, I go out and I'm in bars and so forth. I'm singing and performing in bars, and I'm with friends, and you know, so what I'm going to do is." I'll, I'll just gobble down my food in the car really fast. And then that way I can still go in. And I thought, man, so first of all, that's, that's nice of her. That's empathetic toward not being a downer for everybody else, but can't there even be a better compromise? Can't there be a compromise where you select places together where you go, if it's a different scenario and your, you know, friends and partner can support you and you can do this, you know, where both of you feel that you're, your needs are met enough. And there's that compromise. That's obviously in short supply these days. But but I, I think that kind of communication, I actually kind of segued into another conversation. I'm conflating them. But I, I had a another brand new client who, 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 you know, we were kind of talking about her relationship with her spouse. And, and that was the part where I said, you know, you guys, you guys really are just not talking about this, are you? Like you're feeling these frustrations he is too, because he's not into this. He's not into your lifestyle as much. And there's marital individuation and all this stuff. I said, but have you sat down to see where the best middle ground is? And she said, no. And so I, I think that that's where you know the rubber really meets the road with all of these situations collectively and individually. Yeah. Wasn't, it, wasn't it George Carlin said uh, they only care about the un- the unborn or up until they're born. And then when they reach uh, military age, that's the only time they'll actually care, be pro-life. <laughs> well, I mean, that in my friend who said that, he said, I, that's a fair assessment. He said, yeah. he said, it's not true that most people don't care, but certainly they are not politically active or making those kind of decisions. 
Uh, he said, so that is, that is a fair hit on us. Yeah. And I think though, when it, yeah, when it comes to, you know, these extreme choices that we make when it comes to fitness, like you were saying, and, and finding that middle ground is, it is so important because you are going to run into a lot of misunderstanding. Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing to show up to an event with a Tupperware of food, like people and looking like Skeletor, like people are going to wonder what's going on. Like I remember in my last prep, we, we went to a wedding and I had, I had my Tupperware of food, you know, I was pretty lean far into, far into my prep. And I think I had, I got all kinds of looks. Um, I had even like just strangers coming up and like wondering what the heck are you doing? And so, yeah, I think just to be able to then though, have that communication and, you know, I'm, I'm still here, you know, that, that was kind of like my middle ground. Like, trust me, I could have easily stayed at home. Yeah. I'm hungry right now. All I want to do is eat all this food. Um, but you know, it, it's an event, it's an important event to be at. And so there's that compromise. Hey, I'm just going to bring my own food, but Hey, I'm still here. I'm still enjoying myself. I'm not being a downer. And so, you know, having that open communication, you know, with other people who are just not going to maybe fully understand or spouses, families, you know, as a coach, you kind of run into the whole spectrum of people, um, you know, who go through prep and who are having misunderstandings with people in their lives. It, It can come from anywhere, like close friends, even because all of a sudden you're, you're not, you're not the same person anymore is, is what a lot of people will almost equate that to. And so they're, putting that that friendship on a certain part of you and i think again yeah just to not get your back up to be able to communicate talk about the lifestyle and and understand then where that person is coming from at on a deeper level i think that's going to not only make that relationship better but i think it's going to make the process of your journey and your prep a lot better too because those are the ones closest to you. And trust me, you're going to want that support at some point in your prep. It, it, you know, it, it is a huge mental grind at a certain point. And to be able to have those people around you who maybe don't fully know what you're going through if they've never done it before, but that they can at least understand why you are suffering for, for, you know, for, for a trophy, um, you know, that again is going to make that probably a lot more enjoyable, not just for you, but for that person. And they're going to be able to get excited about, you know, your progress and, and, you know, your goals and it's just positive all around. If you continue to explain that you, you literally went where I was going to take it from your, your wedding illustration. And as an introvert, I am supremely qualified to tell people exactly what not to do because in those situations, we already feel like we are, quote, bothering everybody else. Like I'm the one being the oddball doing something differently. I don't even want to order specialty things from the waitress and, and make her life uncomfortable. And so you just you just kind of sit in that 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 oddity. You know, I'm I'm the oddball out. And if you have more of a proactive, explanatory, inclusive uh, attitude. If you, you know, if, if, if people who don't know you, as you said, you went into that scenario of people that you could communicate with to say, hey, you know, I know this probably looks weird to you, but 
I'm in competition for this, you know, this is my, my career. This is what I do. You know, what do you do or something? Or, you know, this, and, and you start this conversation, you could actually be quite inspirational instead of feeling like you are, you know, the, 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 the hair in the soup, so to speak, you are, you're, you're really creating conversation and inclusion and it's just a whole different world. But I, again, I know what it's like to just want to shrink into the background and not even deal with that. And, and it's probably the, the single first and biggest step to this, this friction absolution between our individual selves and other people. Yeah, it's, it's okay to talk. It's, you know, it's okay to, to have different opinions. I mean, you could get probably, you know, I mean, look at how many churches there are, you know, just for example, right? Like it's one thing, but then we've got a 10,000 different opinions. Same thing with people. There's, you know, that many people, same different opinions on probably the exact same thing. And that's just what's going to happen. And that's kind of the cool thing though. That's where we're able to learn because, you know, we're all experts in our own experience and in our own journey. And so you, you never know, like you say, you never know who you might inspire. You never know whose mind you might, I don't want to say change, but influence to think in a different way. Um, just by being a nice person and, and talking like, I mean, sometimes easier said than done, of course, but uh, you know, they, I think that's kind of really what it does come down to. And, and just listening and, and responding to, you know, you're not sitting there waiting, you know, waiting to say the next thing, right? Like you are sitting there listening, digesting, communicating. Yeah. I mean, uh, an easy parallel to me is just all the different camps in the bodybuilding community, um, you know, okay. keto versus carbs, et cetera. And I was doing a podcast recently, our contest prep university with Adam Atkinson. And he said, Hey, when we did this one series, these other coaches heard that and we were kind of hitting on a technique they use. And so they were talking shit about us and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I mean, I just, you know, I'm just not into those divisions. As a health scientist, I view everything as, you know, an array of tools I can use. And some are better than others at certain jobs, but some are not completely to be cast away. And, and I tend to, in the social sciences, find a way to also weave people together. So my right-wing clients I, I was talking about, we would probably never vote for the same people. And yet we have this conversation that's, that's very personal and, and agreeable. And as you said, we walk away with a greater appreciation for each other, defensive walls down, because we've had this conversation. I have very liberal friends that I've been able to say about this issue, well, you know, Roe v. Wade is not about abortion. It's about privacy. And before that, Griswold versus Connecticut and then Lapp versus Ohio. And, you know, th this was always a house of cards and Justice Alito is not wrong. This actually should not be or you could make a very strong argument should not be could not be part of the constitutional makeup with a precedent. It just should have never been there. So all he wants to do is put it back to the states. I don't disagree with that. I can't say, but, but I could also argue from the other side, well, then we need to create a court precedent for something that, that does you know, make Roe v. Wade a little bit more direct. But anyway, I, I can have arguments and, and agree with, with either side. And as long as we're communicating and, and we respect each other, you just don't have all that, that division. And again, not, not that I'm trying to cure every 
ill inside the fitness community. But for our viewers and listeners personally, when you're trying to get more value from your community, from your pursuits, from this kind of journey, it, it sure is better when you have more friends than enemies. So instead of viewing the world as who am I against, try to get into those different groups, those different tribes and pods and say, how can I learn from them? How can I maybe teach them some things? And maybe we can actually all get along. Yeah. It, you know, it really should be about what's going to be best for each individual client and what's going to help them, you know, reach their health standards, help them reach their goals while allowing them to adapt, you know, a, a lifestyle that, you know, we don't have to have that one extreme or the other of, you know, I'm, I'm hardcore dieting or I'm just binging, right? We, again, we, we want to find that middle. And I think, yeah, it's, it's about start. It, it starts with, it starts with us, right. And in all these tribes and, and to come together, see the benefit of, of any, of, of everything, and then learn how to apply that in a number of situations. Because again, just like we're all experts in our own uh, experience, oh, every client's going to be a little bit different in their, in their needs and their wants. And so to be able to have all of those tools at your disposal, you know, that's only going to just benefit the client that much more. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you jumping in with this one. I, I knew this was going to be a little tough and convoluted, not super direct, clear points to make, but I really do think coming down to just making sure that everybody who is trying to find a community within health and fitness does emphasize inclusion and open-mindedness. It's, it's always one of those undercurrent themes for us. So uh, thank you, Tyler. Thank you guys for watching and listening. We'll see you next time in the Mind Muscle Connection.